What up, though? Akilah Zara Podcast. Thanks for joining. Well, um, getting further along in the introduction as far as some of the things and situations that happened to me as I was coming up. Um, the going to jail part, that was pretty crazy. Like, from the ages of, i say, 11 to 21, probably at least 12 Women, 11 to 21, let's see. Probably at least eight of those years I was locked up or in some type of government system. And it was like I always, it was never like it was on TV for me. I never really actually made it to the penitentiary past the bubble, but it was never like, it was always a growing experience. For some reason, somebody single me out and decided to give me some one-on-one help or it was people looking out for me like when I used to go to the county I was so small to where they used to do shit like snooze you lose and put all the material on the table and like the, the big the coldest dude in there you know what I mean he used to set my cereal aside set my underwear aside little shit like that just cause I was the little homie he wasn't trying to be on no other shit I think he respected the game because <clears throat> by that time I was, um, shit, I'm like 13, 14 going to the county waiting for niggas to buy me out because I had an alias. And with this alias, I used a, a, a age that was 18 because when I went that first time, my pops was like, you ever go back, I ain't, I ain't coming to get you. And my mom wasn't even on it either, so <sighs> we figured out a situation, man. And had a real alias. I had everything except for the ID. But all the information, it was straight. And I used it for at least, at least five years. The only reason I stopped using it because I ended up catching so many cases under that name that the, the, the case that I was facing at that point, it was some years. So I went ahead and told him I was only juvenile. I was like 15 at that time. So, when I finally told them, you know what I mean, my real name and everything, um, shit, I was locked up from that point from 15 to about 20. Moving around in different placements and shit, being a ward of the state, I finally ended up at the, uh, the maximum high facility one. Before I ended up having to go to boot camp. So, yeah, man, like, uh, everything from, you know, like, robbing people to the shootouts, you know, just anything that we could have did to get money, man. I've been through that. The only difference is that I, I wasn't greedy, like, Earlier on in my life, as long as, you know what I mean, I had the little bare necessities, it was straight. And then by the time I got older and really, you know what I mean, understood stuff, as long as my family was straight and we was protected and comfortable, that's all I was in it for. I wasn't never trying to get rich, although we damn near was just on the humble, but it was just what it was. So... <clears throat> Like being being out there in that environment and in that situation just taught me so much 
And the main thing that it taught me is to never trust them motherfuckers. So everything they told me or everything they taught me from, from like that point on, like learning different stuff from in there, reading different books, everything was suspect. So, like, basically, I spent most of my time in there reading. Like, anytime you seen me, I had a book. They had to tell me, uh, put the book down while I was eating. Like, literally, I was just stuffing myself with knowledge. Because once I started learning small things, it got to the point of where I realized that they really have been hiding things from us. They really, really, you know what I mean? It was really, I hate to say it like that, but it was a conspiracy against us. So, initially, the beginning part, of, obviously, I, I searched my own religion, which was Christianity. And needless to say, it was very discouraging because, okay, like tracing it back to a certain point of Constantine, then you realize of how political it was. And then when you search back further to understand that it was actually a borrowed religion, and then when you actually find the source where they got it from and realize it should have been, it, it actually is your source. And to see how they took it back and manipulated it and used it against you, man, it's it's appalling. And like they, they set up for everything. It's not like that they, they sit in here and be like, okay, how can we get them now? But they set it up in advance. So they set up shit to the point of, to push you into a corner to respond. The same shit they do with the flag, uh, false flag shit. They won't, you know what I mean? They know you ain't gonna vote in taking away the freedoms of your liberties and spying and all that. So they do the, the terrorism on their own countries in order to make you wanna do that. And like just our basic society is designed around that. That's why, you know what I mean? The drug game is called the trap. And we stupidly you know what I mean, take on that label and keep ourselves furtherly cemented into that. And I say we because, like, this is called off the porch, and I truly was off the porch. Like, every every type of drug from acid to heroin, you know what I mean, I, I, I sold it. Fortunately, I only did, the only drugs I ever did was weed. Um, but... Yeah, fortunately, I sold it. I mean, my, I had coke in my system before, but it was from trying to swallow it. I mean, I guess I could say that story real quick. Um, Back then, like, we used to rent crackheads' cars. So I had rented a crackhead car and failed to return it. And I used to have a little Crown Royal bag with A-balls in it. So, you know, as I'm driving, the police get behind me. And I'm like, I know the car's stolen, so I know they're about to pull the, um, run the place and pull me over. So it's about a half a block, and I got the eight balls, so I started trying to crush them up, and the bag busted in my mouth. And so instantly, the effects of that started taking place on me. And the most craziest thing is that, like, as soon as, you know what I mean, it started getting in my, I bust the bag, they pulled off and kept going. So it was a real crazy scenario. I ended up having to go to one of my, um, to my baby mother's house. And her mother actually uh, got me back into the situation. But it, it was a crazy experience. So like, with that being said, it was, 
it was so many things that led me up to this point. So I feel it's kind of necessary for me to continue, like, just basically explaining myself so you would know, like, what led me to these decisions. And because most people always tell me that I think I'm, I just know I'm right. And I know this day is always trying to make people be my way. But anybody who's serious and anybody who knows that it's a way. And that's the way that you have to find. So appreciate you listening to this episode of uh, 100% Organic with Akil Lazar. And this segment has been off the porch. Thank you.